Hello and thank you for joining us again for our weekly sermon. This Grand Life Theological Collective is a church based on the belief that there are many paths to God. God is the creator of the universe and intelligent enough to speak to all his people in the ways that they will understand. Life is an adventure that we all learn from. We hope that we can experience it and learn from it together. So today I want to speak with you about something extremely important. More important than personal and professional success. Something that must come before money, before responsibility, influence, and even personal growth. There is nothing wrong with any of the things that I just listed. But there is something even more important that needs to come before we can attain all of these. And that is a healthy spiritual life. Your spirituality is about more than what you want to accomplish or how you want to grow. It's about who you are at the root of all things. Your spiritual life will determine your character, your perspective, and how you relate to the world. Before moving on to create personal success, personal growth, before building a successful loving family or that empire that you want, before helping to build a thriving community, you must first understand the value of feeding your spirit. Spiritual growth is an essential aspect of everybody's life that is often overlooked. Many of us find it hard to grow with society's pressure that constantly bombard us with lifestyles that are not aligned with our own spiritual growth. Materialism, consumerism, and overconsumption are typical ideas that are sent to us by advertising and television. But instead of adding building blocks for us to use, these ideas hinder the ability for us to find internal peace. These ideas keep us from being able to grow as human beings and get in touch with our spiritual side. Many people will often wonder how you can succeed if you live in a world where these ideas are taught. The answer, my friends, lies only with yourself and your connection with the people around you. A parent must often work constantly to vigorously to help maintain a certain level of comfort that often is not necessary. Too often do we fail to find out what is right within the context of our own lives. For example, when a parent must strain himself or herself just so his or her kids can have the latest toys. In most cases, children will flourish and grow if their parents are around the home more often. It is something challenging to teach children that this is a better way of living. Instead of having the newest toy or keeping up with other children who have more stuff, they can have family experiences and support. But when it's all said and done, stuff is precisely just what it is. It's just that. It's stuff. It cannot replace love. It cannot replace trust or honesty. These are the things that we must learn to cherish. You can live without something, but you would not be able to live without your family. By learning to live without unnecessary things, you can practice living happily and start on the righteous road to spiritual growth. Many times we feel that we need some object to make us spiritually content. How often, though, do we feel completely empty once we actually get that object, once we achieve 
obtaining that thing, that thing that we wanted. All too often do we chase something only to find that it didn't fill the gap of what we really were missing. The reason is that we set our expectations on material things and not on spiritual growth. This is one of those habits that can lead to poor self-esteem and the insatiable need to buy more stuff. Instead of doing this, try to change this habit by volunteering, giving to the needy, or starting a noble cause. Your efforts will not go unnoticed, and you will feel genuinely good about yourself and your actions. Try to incorporate your family into doing the same things. If you lead them, they will follow, and with time will also feel the effects of genuine spiritual growth. Because with all the pressures of working and money, there is often minimal downtime for the typical person to enjoy their, the labors of their fruits. Ask yourself, are you working to live or are you, like too many others, simply living to work? You can have all the material things that you are told you must have. But the truth is, there is no need to have the biggest house on the block or the fanciest car or whatever else you think you need. If it means giving yourself up and burning yourself out. Do not try to work extra hours and distance yourself from your family so that you can own a home that you never get to enjoy. Years ago, people lived happily in houses a fraction the size of most houses today. People are once again learning this freedom. We want new through the tiny home movement and the minimalist movement to simplify their lives, to be able to live your life in complete faith that you are there for you and your family, to live, to love, to learn, your family will appreciate you being there more than having a huge house ever could make them feel good. An extensive home will feel extra lonely if dinners are constantly eating without the family member. For all your hard work, you should be able to truly enjoy it by cherishing your off time with your family, with your friends, with your community. Try to incorporate them into your everyday activities to help them see the light and take steps at their per own personal spiritual growth. During the holidays, on weekends, and any other time you have available, don't hesitate, but insist on spending time with them. Instead of spending the day on yourself, try to show them how their actions can help make other people's lives easier and of better quality. Take them to a soup kitchen, have them volunteer at a retirement home, or allow them to take part in a beach or highway cleanup, or just go out into the woods and enjoy it. These small gestures can teach them morals that are otherwise lost through television, through the media, and at the same time, it introduces them to healthy experiences. The bottom line, though, we must all grow. It's important to grow spiritually. Most of us, at different times, are concerned with growing. In most cases, it is growing up, maturing, becoming better people. But... How do we do this? 
how do we grow into better people? I think of a mother who was driving her four-year-old daughter to preschool one morning. She also happened to be a medical doctor and had left her stethoscope on the front seat. Driving along the street, she noticed her four-year-old was quite interested in the stethoscope and was playing with it. This mother and doctor began to think to herself, could it be, could it be that my daughter will grow up to follow in my footsteps? Wouldn't it be wonderful if she would be a doctor just like me? But just then, her thoughts were interrupted as her daughter spoke into the stethoscope and said, Welcome to McDonald's. May I take your order, please? Well, the mother was destroyed. But that's part of growing up. It's part of learning. It's part of experiencing. Trying new things and then moving on. Who's to say that little girl won't become a doctor? And who's to say that same little girl may not become the president of McDonald's? Or own multiple franchises of her own? Or do something else? She's four. All these possibilities is what growing up is. So what are you going to be when you grow up? Having Have you thought about growth? I'm not talking about physical growth. I'm talking about spiritual growth. We hear a lot of talk today about church growth, building bigger and bigger churches with more and more people. But, but even more important than church growth is individual growth. It's personal. It's spiritual growth. That is the job of any church. The job that most of us forget. The job to support the growth of the members of the church. The individual growth of not just the group, but the individual. But how? What can we do to improve our spiritual growth? It's best to figure out what techniques work for you. Since spiritual growth involves one's values, beliefs, and purpose, it can be achieved in several ways, both physically and mentally. Start by exploring your spiritual core. By doing this, you are simply asking yourself questions about the person you are and what your meaning in life is. Ask yourself, who am I? What is my purpose? What do I value the most? These questions will lead you down a road where you will think more in depth about yourself and allow you to notice things about yourself that will help you achieve fulfillment. Then look for deeper meanings. Express what's on your mind. Try yoga. Why not? Yoga is a physical technique that can help improve your spiritual wellness by reducing emotional and physical strains on your mind and body. Yoga is taught at all different levels and can help lower stress, boost the immune system, and lower blood pressure, as well as reduce anxiety, depression, fatigue, and insomnia. And it stretches out those sore muscles. If you have back issues, yoga is a great thing to help fix it. Travel. Take the time to travel. See the things you wanted to see. Experience the life you want to experience. Think positively and take time to meditate daily. Spiritual growth can come from many aspects of your life. How you decide to incorporate them is entirely up to you. The path to spiritual growth is beset on all sides by doing what is right and helping people along the way. 
And with this in mind, you can try to make small changes that can and will help set you on the road to spiritual growth. Thank you again for listening to this week's sermon. This Grand Life Theological Collective is based on the belief that there are many paths to God. God is the creator of the universe and smart enough to speak to all of his people in diverse ways. And there are lessons from all religions that we can all learn from. Life is an adventure that we must all experience and learn from. We hope that we can experience it and learn from it together. To find out more about us, please visit us at our Facebook page at this Grand Life Theology, or email us at thisgrandlifetheology at gmail.com.